may be seated. I want you just to stay in this atmosphere, your heart tender. We run through the world all day and everything happening to us and, and even to try to get here tonight, just the things that go on around us. But he said, be still and know that I am God. And sometimes we just have to, on purpose, come into a place with the right heart and the right mind. Teach me, Holy Spirit. Touch me. I want to hear what you have to say. I want you to change my life. I want you to make me a vessel. I want you to make me what I'm supposed to be. I can't do it on my own. And you know my heart's cry when... uh, Pastor Garrett asked me to do this. It had been, it's been a while since I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, and when he first touched my life, I really didn't know anything about him because of where I was at that time in my life. I was raised up to know Jesus. And, of course, that has to be your first step is to receive him as Savior. And then I had no idea about a baptism of the Holy Spirit. I didn't even know who he was. I had no idea who the Holy Spirit was. And so, therefore, I knew very little about Jesus other than he came, he lived, he died, and he rose again. And I received him as Lord. So when there came a time in my life, and I believe there's different seasons in our life, and I believe every one of you that are here tonight really are not here by any coincidence. But there's something, there's a purpose that God has for you. He wants us sometimes, like the song said, lay down our past, lay down our old things that we did in the past because this is a new time. And I believe that he's breaking new ground. And because of that, things he wants to change in your life. And you can't change those things on your own. But when there is a breaking, when things start breaking, there's a pressing, there's a crushing. Things start happening. And until those things start happening, we never change. Because we don't want to change. We like things the way they are a lot of times. We we don't want things to be interrupted. But you know, God has ways of interrupting our lives. I loved what uh, Pastor Bree said the other day. Uh, Just we were in prayer. And she says, sometimes God has to remove things to move something, to make you move. Because things are blocking us and they're there and we have mindsets and we have old ways of doing things. We've been taught, sometimes we've been taught wrong. Not on purpose, but we look at, things wrong and not the way God wants us to look at them. As you know, there's many doctrines out there. But until I met the person of the Holy Spirit, I was bound in a lot of things. And God is still changing me. And he's still undoing things in my life. He's still undoing things because when we are born... All kinds of things are set in motion in our lives. 
I call them root things begin to happen because the way we're raised, um, the way we're taught, all of these things begin to take root in our life. And therefore, we're set out in that the rest of our life. We're taught. And for me, it was Baptist. Well, I'm not saying anything's wrong with Baptist, okay? So don't anybody get offended. Because that was just the way that I was raised. So I was raised under Baptist doctrine. And whatever church you were raised uh, up in, you were raised under that doctrine and the belief of that church. So when I began to have a drawing toward God, I'd received the Holy, uh, I had received Jesus, but that's just the beginning of your life. When you receive him, he's not done with you. The Holy Spirit is in to come into your life and to begin to train you and teach you and show you how to become like Jesus. He wants to make you like him in his image. We're to walk through this earth like Jesus walked, not like another man walked or like we copy after someone, but the Holy Spirit will teach us and change us and I love what Pastor Garrett says, love God and love people. If you love the Lord, truly loving with everything in you, you're going to love people. And in those two things, you don't have to worry about committing adultery, lying, stealing, all those things. Because the word of God, loving God, so changes you through the Holy Spirit that you will begin to love people and your life will begin to change. I think sometimes we want the Holy Spirit just to give us a ministry, wants, uh, wants him to just let us go out in the world and preach and teach and do all that, and that's good. He will do that, but he's got other things. He wants to change you first. He wants to change me. He wants to become alive in me. And just real quick, I was thinking today and how in the beginning... God said, let us make man in our image. And you know what happened when they were in his image and in the garden, everything was beautiful. He said, I give you dominion over everything. And of course, sin came in and separated that relationship. And I believe that when Jesus came into the world and we received him, the son of God, we were then to be made in his image through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Trinity, God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we were meant to rule and reign with him. So he restored what was taken from us through sin at the beginning. He restored that through his son, Jesus Christ. And everything that he prophesied that was spoken in the word of God came to pass through his son. So we have to be willing to make changes in our life. There has to be something that happens within us. And I remember in my life when I began to pray, he reminded me, he said, how, how did you pray when I came to you like I did? I didn't go in and pray and said, I want gifts, I, I want this, I want that. I just came to him and said, I don't even know what to ask you for. People say that there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit, but I don't know, I don't know what that is. 
I don't, if I ask you for it, I really don't know what I'm asking for. So I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you because I want more of you. And God, I don't know exactly how to ask you for that because I don't really know what I have and what I don't have, you know, as far as uh, everything in the Word of God. But all I know is I want more of you, and I want everything that you have for me. I ask you for it. So if you have more, Lord, could I have it? And from that moment on, my life began to change because I began to seek him for something spiritual, something of the kingdom of God, not of this world. But I began to seek him and to seek him for who he was. And I told him, I said, I feel like I know a lot about you, but I don't feel like I really know you. I've heard stories all my life. I've grown up with Noah and, and Moses and, and all of those, but all I know is about you, and I want to know you. So whatever it is that I need, would you give to me? And the presence of God, he revealed himself so strong to me, and many of you have heard it, but I'm telling you, my life totally and completely changed because I wanted to know him. I, I wanted to know how real he was. I said, do you really, I said, it says here that you spoke to Paul. Do you really speak to people today? I mean, can they really hear your voice? Do you really talk to people? I really didn't know if he did or not. And I think most of us think, well, if he does, would he speak to me? And I'm here to tell you he will. He will speak to you. He will teach you. He will lead you. He will guide you. But Jesus, he's interested in changing you before you go try to change somebody else. And I want to say this, you can't give what you don't have. I can't talk to you about the Holy Spirit tonight if I had not experienced what I'm talking to you about. Because then there would be no anointing. There would be no power. It, the word would be true. But there's something about what's in you is real. And you have what you have because he gave it to you. Not what some man gave you or anything else. But God uses people. And he also uses gifts to help, the ha to help his children. But the greatest gift, I'm telling you, you will ever receive is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says you really don't need any man to teach you if you have the Holy Spirit. Because he will teach you about God. And if you give your life to him completely, he will take that life, take your life, and bring you and you will walk into the presence of God in a powerful way. And you will be able to have the gifts of God 
operating through you whenever he wants them to operate. Another thing I think sometimes we think that they'll only operate in the church. And so we want that, and we do want the gifts operating. There is an anointing for that. But, you know, where there is an anointing to uh, stand and speak in the church, but there will also be an interpretation. There will be a calling for that. There will be an anointing for that. Because everybody can prophesy, <laughs> but there in the church, in the house of God, it will be according to his will, his plan, and his purpose. And it won't always be, thus saith the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? You, you prophesy when you speak his word. When the power of God is upon you, you are speaking the word of God in a prophetic way when you start seeing these things come to pass in your life. So God is wanting to change you, change me, and he's ready to do something different right now in our lives. And I think we've had a lot of, of wrong teaching in our lives. I think we've taken the word of God and used it for our own benefit and our own self. That the Holy Spirit, as he works through you and walks through you and speaks through you, it's because your life has been given to Christ. He wants the power of the Holy Spirit. He wants his power to work through you according to his will, his way, his word, not ours. And I think that we've had so many teachings about how to operate in the Holy Spirit that we've messed up a lot. And I think people have in some degree, run wild with things. But God is wanting to bring things in. And he's wanting to, I'm, I'm going to say, capsulate them in a sense that we can follow and walk in his word and in his way. It's important not to just run with things, but to walk with the Spirit on a daily basis because he'll change you daily. His power is real. He's real. And Jesus sent him to be everything to you that he is. And I pray tonight that as you let him break new ground in you, he wants to teach us according to his word. There's been so many doctrines out there, so many things that kills the supernatural in so many ways, and that it's not under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of times if we feel his presence, that doesn't mean that we just do anything. We wait for the Holy Spirit to lead us. What does he want? Why is he touching you? Is it for you? Is it something that he wants to touch somebody else? But I believe there is a moment in time that he wants to deal with you and to move with you. And if you look how Jesus walked in the Spirit, that's the way we're to walk. The Holy Spirit. And he's breaking new ground. Some of you have been going through a pressing and a crushing in your lives. Some of you have been going through hard times, through pain, through jobs, through relationships. Things are getting upside down, turned upside down. 
But if things never touch you, if you've never felt pain, you're never going to bow your knee. You want, I hate to say that. But, yeah, we'll pray, but we won't change our lives. We won't let the Holy Spirit change us. And we get our own mindset. We have old mindsets. We have things about us that he wants to change. We have unforgiveness in our life. And we're walking in sin, and we think he's going to use us. In the way that he walked through the, you know, and set people free. There's things in our life that has to change. In my life has to change. Every one of us. And as we seek him to know him, he's going to impress upon us the walking in his word according to his word. And I believe the way that Jesus, it was done in the beginning when he walked the earth, that's the way we're to walk today. And I think we get settings in, like in the church where we just, all right, let's move in the spirit, let's feel the spirit, let's, let's move, let's move. But he wants you walking in it outside every day of your life, everywhere you go, that you be filled with his presence, that your heart be open to what he wants, that there's a renewal today. He wants to refresh. He wants to rebuild. He wants to refurbish. He wants to change things. I'm telling you the way that they are. Have any of you ever wondered why we don't see healing like we talk about? Do you think it's God's fault? There's something in us that needs to change. We're doing something, in my estimation, wrong. And I feel like that what we have to do in this day and time what in me needs to change? Where am I missing you? Why don't we walk like Paul and Peter and all those that loved you so much they laid their lives down? Can we say for sure that we would lay our life down today? That if, you know, it was required of us, would we die for him? Well, you know, I was studying today and how that Paul, uh, how he spoke and how he went about doing, should I go here, Lord, or should I go there? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? That he looks and knows and wants us to look and know where to go, what to do, and when to do it. He wants to create in us a new heart. He wants to renew a right spirit within us. And, and David said, take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Because he understood that his life, the way he walked, the way he lived, would determine his victories, his losses, or whatever in our lives. So as we look today at the church, and who is the church? But we are. It's the Holy Spirit that wants to work in us and through us, and he wants to change us. 
And I believe the first place that he's going to have to work in our lives tonight is he's going to have to change our mindsets to be what he wants us to be. He's going to have to change the way that we believe that we need to change and look at what God really, how Jesus really walked, what, how did the miracles come about, exactly what was that they, he did that we need to do. Do we walk like he walked? The way we read the word of God is the church the way that he meant for it to be. Today, we are the church. And I want us today to listen. I I remember just reading. I want to read uh, chapter 51 about uh, David and how God, how he came to God. And there was something that he did. And I think that we need to do tonight for God to create in us a clean heart where I want to start, I believe, because of what he's going to do. Our heart is going to have to be right before him. And David had sinned, and he had sinned with Bathsheba. And the prophet went to him and said, you have sinned against God. And he was called out. God called him out because of his sin. And David, knowing God, he cried out and he said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. And you know the the thing he said, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. In the inward parts, you will make me to know wisdom. And this was where he repented. He had remorse for what he had done in his life. And I think to be able to start our life off correctly in the Holy Spirit as he begins to break new ground, as he begins to call upon us, as he begins to require more of us, because we've been kind of at a standstill in our life. And that's why he said, I'm breaking new ground. I want new wine to pour forth out of you. I want to touch you. I want to bring forth the things of the spirit that's going to change people's lives. And you cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. And you cannot walk that walk filled with sin in our life. That's all of us. We need to examine our heart. God, purge me. You know, in remorse. Change me. Why are we not seeing these things? Change me. Oh, God. Change me. So he regretted. He was in much remorse for what he had done. And he repented. And he said, purge me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I'll be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins 
and blot out all my iniquities. He cried out to God for repentance. Is there anything in our lives that we need to be remorseful for what we've done, what we're doing, and repent? David was smart. He had wisdom, and he knew how to go and to repent before God, and he was remorseful for what he had done. And he asked him to restore him. He said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. And then he says, release me, deliver me. And he says, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. The God of my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. And do, for you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. That God, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, when we repent, truly repent, let the things that are happening in our life change our heart, change our mind, not let pride not let all those things that we rear up and say, you know, it's somebody else's fault. It wasn't my fault. And we blame others. But David took right there. He said, God, I've sinned against you and you only. There was no excuse for it. There was no reason for it. And the person of the Holy Spirit is there to help you repent. He's got things he wants to do in our lives, and that is to create us into the image of Jesus. That's the only way anything's going to be made different. He wants to rebuild. He wants to renew. He wants to spark that newness in our lives. We've become at a place that it's like, yuck. It's, it's dead in so many ways. And he wants to break new ground. He wants to touch our lives. He wants to get a hold of us. He wants us to surrender to his will, to his ways, and not ours. We have our ways. Churches have their ways. Denominations have their ways. But what is Jesus' way? Why do we try so hard to please man really more than God? Honestly, I don't want a platform. I just want to be what he wants me to be and nothing else. Can you say that? Just let me be what you want me to be. That's all I want to be. If it means that I never go do anything, but you can't, that will not happen when you give yourself to him. 
He, you will be, he will be moving through you by his spirit like nothing you've ever really known before when you surrender to his way and to his will. You know, tonight when I came, I, I have to admit I was nervous. And I feel like even to somewhat, you know, I know that the Holy Spirit lead me tonight. But, you know, I'm just as human as you are. And I'm just as dependent on him as you are. He's the one that sets us free. He's the one that delivers us. That his church is you. It's me. We are the church. And we come together by the power of the Holy Spirit and love each other. We love God that he can change us and to make us what we're supposed to be. There is no other way. And I think that through his word and through surrender of our life, just going to him and make me a vessel. Make me what you want me to be. Make me in your image. Make me according to your word. Make me according to what you want to accomplish through me, through your church. And yes, he's a God of miracles. And yes, I believe in miracles. And yes, he can change you in a moment of time. And that's what he did to me that night. I got up off of my knees. And I'm telling you, I had an encounter with God. He spoke to me. He called me by name. My life totally changed. But it was when I sought him when I prayed according to his will and not according to my will, when I prayed for the things of the Spirit, the things of God. See, our kingdom is not of this world. Our kingdom is the kingdom of God, and that's where our life is supposed to be. That's how we're supposed to operate is in the kingdom. That's why Jesus could walk, you know, through this earth and accomplish the things that he wanted to accomplish and I know many of you feel like that there are gifts in you. And there is. There's things he wants to do through all of us. But he wants to do it his way. And if we can surrender, I mean, that's just say, God, take my life. He reminded me how simple I prayed and what happened in my life. My life changed. And your life will change when we surrender and not always trying to do things our way. We don't know it all. I'm telling you right now, I don't know it all. You don't know it all. And we need to surrender our will to his. And if you want to change, then you're going to have to do it his way. And you're going to have to put a lot of the things down that have reared its ugly head. And I said, change me, God. Change me and make me a vessel. Make me what you want me to be. There's a pressing and a crushing. And we get mad at people and things around us. Sometimes he just has to get our attention. And I'm not saying he brings stuff on you and all that kind of stuff. It's usually because of steps we take ourselves, things that's in us that comes out. 
And there are root things within us that only he can change. When he spoke to that tree, he said, I curse you at the root. If the root's not there, the fruit won't be there either. So what's in our life and how we live it, the fruit of it will be there. If we have a root of pride in our life, let me show you, it's going to show itself. The fruit of it will be there. Everybody will see it. You, we may not see it. There's pride in all of us, every one of us. But he knows it's there. And that root can grow from a small thing to something so big you wished you'd never known it. Satan was thrown out of heaven because he raised himself up to be equal with God. So we think sometimes we always know what's best, but we don't. But I want to pray for you tonight because I feel like where I read from you from Psalms 51, that David said against you and you only have I sinned. Can we say that? Can you say that tonight? Against you and you only have I sinned. God, forgive me. Create in me a clean heart. Make my heart right. Make me teachable. Make me changeable. Make me into what you want me to be. Make me that vessel that you really want and not what I want. But you make me into what you want me to be. And if I could tell you anything that I've learned and have experienced the presence of Almighty God in my life, it would be that it's his way. If you want to touch heaven, it's through Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is the one. Like I said, receiving Christ is the first step. And then you are maturing and changing from then on in your life. You're not to stay there. You're to grow. You're to mature. And I believe that he wants to break this ground so we can mature and be what he really wants us to be. We act like kids coming up in our faith. And he knows, I mean, you, you allow things with children that when they get older, that's enough. That you're taught and you change. And he's wanting us to change according to his word. And I believe that the apostles laid out the foundation for us in the word of God. And we're to build our life on that word and not a bunch of stuff that's thrown out there a lot of times, but the word of God to walk it and to talk it and allow him to change us. So I want to pray tonight. I want to pray that as you come, I just want you to just say, change me, God. Do in me what needs to be done. Help me get rid of these habits, these mindsets, these ways of doing things that, are not of you as much as we want them to be of you change our hearts and change our lives I want the truth of God operating in me and nothing else can you say that tonight just the truth that's all I want 
And I believe that through his word and through the Holy Spirit, because I know every one of you want what he has for you. And that's what I want. And more than anything, he wants it for you. So let's take this moment and just go before him. Lord, create in me a clean heart. A clean heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit, the right way to do things, the right way to live. Give me an ear to hear the truth of your word and change me. Make me what you want me to be. Jesus, I pray. And as you come tonight, I'm, I feel to break off wrong teaching off your life. I don't think anybody would be afraid to come and ask God to remove wrong teaching. Anybody? I want to break the power of prophecies that's been given to you that were not of God. That have led you in ways that you should not have went because you listened to man and not God. I had to break those things off my life because people prophesied to me and I was praying one day. He said, I didn't say that. That's not for you. That was out of man's spirit and not from my spirit. But God wants us to know and to be able to walk in the sureness of his word, of his power, that we have the truth of God in our heart. And I want to be clean. Anything and everything that's not of God in my life, I want it out. Every prayer prayed. I remember one time through the laying on of hands. Um, this was when I was first filled with the Spirit and God was using me and touching people. And because of the, the men thing, you know, and a woman in the church, he laid his hands on me and it said, God put her in her place. And God immediately said, break that off of you. Because of laying on of hands. Don't lay hands suddenly on no man. Because there's power, impartation, through the laying on of hands. We don't understand. Sometimes we do those things so freely. We let anybody, everybody lay hands on us, speak into our spirit. And we need to know what's of God and what's of not. And you're only going to know that through the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of his word. So he's changing things in our life. And I'm just touching on just a little bit tonight of what he wants. And we're going to begin tonight. And if you'll trust me, and I believe you will, because God's put me here tonight. And you'll know in your spirit. And I'll pray with you. And we're going to sever everything off your life that's not of God. Break the power of any words spoken over you that were not of God. In the name of Jesus, release you from those things. Release you from the laying on of hands that was not of God, that men or whatever have come and just laid hands on you, imparted things into your spirit that you are still carrying around today that were not of God. And I know that this moment, because he's called this time, 
we're going to start off fresh. And Pastor Garrett's been preaching powerful word on Sunday morning concerning uh, the apostles and the teachings of the word of God. Listen, it's powerful that we get the truth of the word and to know that our life is to be filled and be made into the image of his son. So tonight, if you'll come, I'm going to pray with you. We're going to break it off. In fact, all of you can just come up here if you want, and we're going to pray. I know that God can change your life instantly, and you're going to know it because he's directed this to be done tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.